fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word Today. We are going to get into the word as we always do together. Thank you for being with us today. Let's talk about knowing God, the Holy Spirit today. We've been talking about knowing God and then knowing God as Father, knowing God the Son, and knowing the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit has been sent. And today, if you look at the church world, there's so much controversy about the Holy Spirit. It's the same way when Jesus came into the world. So much controversy about him. So it's, it's okay, it's okay. When Jesus came, there was so much controversy about his birth, his trouble, and then the Pharisees and Sadducees. Now today, we also have people who are on the one side or the other side of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus said this clearly in John 6, verse 63. He said, it is the Spirit who gives life, the flesh, or the natural profit nothing. So, this whole thing, this whole thing is the spirit that gives life. Life. What makes the Christian faith, the Christian faith, the activity, the strength, the, 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 the what do I want to use? The, 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 the mightiness, the effect, the everything about what makes this thing work is the Holy Spirit, is the life giver. And the Holy Spirit has been sent, is the resident God, yeah, right now. You know, let's read John chapter 16 when Jesus was going away. Let's listen to what he said. John 16 verse 5. <clears throat> Excuse me. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I've said this thing to you, sorrow has filled your heart. You no, know, Jesus was there, like I told you last time, was there all in all when he was here. It was their light, it was their eyes, it was their direction, it was their wisdom, it was their strength, it was their provision. Wherever they went, they were sure and secure in his presence. They could ask anything, he could talk to them about anything, and he could help them out in any, any, any situation. Now he said he's going away, and they were feeling so sad, they were feeling so bad. So why should the Son of God come to the world and then determine to leave after three or four years. Three years thereabouts. And he just left. Now he told us the reason why. In chapter 16, let's keep reading. John, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Beautiful. The Father gave us Jesus, the Son, and the Son sent the Spirit to us. Wonderful. Why did they send the Spirit? Because it is to our advantage. So you will be at a point of disadvantage in life if you are not open to the Spirit and you are not familiar and getting to know the Helper. Now, who is this Helper? Let's go to John 14. Jesus described him some more. In John chapter 14. Let's get on there. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. Let's look at verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. 
I've come to you. Fantastic. Now Jesus was saying that he's going to go and he's going to, that time he was going to ask the father to give them another helper. He was like their help before. I said, this other helper that is coming will not come and go away. He will abide with us forever. And who is that? Is the spirit of truth. See, Jesus in the flesh, that time, as human beings, could not stay with them forever. He had to die, be raised from the dead, and go back to heaven. But the spirit came from heaven after Jesus rose and went to heaven. And that spirit now can be everywhere, unlike Jesus. When Jesus was here, he could be at one place at one time because he was human. Now, this spirit is supernatural. Is the spirit of God that's omnipotent and omnipresent and omniscient. Knows all, strong for every situation and everywhere at the same time. That spirit, the world cannot receive him. So, we, the world can only receive Jesus as the Savior first, then they cannot receive the Spirit. So we that have come to Jesus, we now have the Spirit. And he said, you see him and you know him. Now that's not physical knowing or physical knowledge. We cannot touch Spirit physically. We can see Spirit physically. But in our Spirit, we know him and we've seen him. He said, you know, you have to accept that fact that you know the Holy Spirit if you have come to Jesus. In fact, it was the one who drew you to Jesus. It was the one who nudged you. That was, you know, reacting within you when you were hearing the gospel and moving you and telling you this is the truth. Go this way and do all that to get you your attention. So that Holy Spirit, he said, for it dwells with you, I will be in you. Now we have this special privilege that God, the Holy Spirit, is now living inside of us. When Jesus was with the apostles, he was only with them that time. They walk around with him. They go away, they come back. But now we have this God, the Holy Spirit, that has been sent down to live within us. So we don't get to depart from him or him from us. We are his temple. We live inside of us. Everywhere we go, we go with him. We can't get away from him, you know. <laughs> so Jesus said, the word cannot receive him. But you see him, you know him. For he dwells with you and he will be in you. So the Holy Spirit is with you. And is in you, is within you. I love that. His presence is with you. So the people are looking for the presence of God. The presence of God is inside of you. The presence of God, the Holy Spirit, is inside of you. Paul said, Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? That's First Corinthians 3, verse 16. Know you not that you are the temple of the living God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. So, we are the mobile temple of the living God. The Spirit of God, the third person of Trinity, is within us, is with us, and is in us. So, we are not left to ourselves. We are not abandoned. We are not forsaken. We can't be. He's with us forever. Oh, we don't have to beg him not to go away. He's with us forever. Jesus said, he may abide with you forever. He's living with us now. Okay, if he's living with us forever, what is he there for? What's the Holy Spirit here now for? Jesus, when he came, he came to save us. But now, what is he here for now? Let's dig them onto that. John 14, they keep on reading. Verse 25. He said, these things I've spoken to you while being present with you. That's Jesus speaking. Verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, the helper, the Holy Spirit, you have a helper now. God, the Holy Spirit, is now our helper. We don't have to be looking for help. We have the helper. 
I like to call him the consultant. <laughs> the everlasting consultant. I mean, we can consult him. He's there. He's our helper. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. I want us to look at the Amplified Bible to give us more light about this word, about the helper, the Holy Spirit. Let's, let's go down to Amplified Bible, John chapter 14. We're going to look at that word, the, the, the helper. Let's look at the different shade of the meaning. Let's go to John 4, 26, the Bible Amplified Bible. Say, but the comforter, the counselor, the helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. Wow. So the Holy Spirit has come now to represent Christ, to represent Christ to us. And to act on Jesus' behalf. And to be in this place in our life. So we have the spirit of God and the spirit of Christ. Christ is now with us in the spirit. In the spirit. Like Jesus said, you are seeing me as seen the Father. So we will receive the Holy Spirit as receive Christ. Christ is with you. The Holy Spirit has come in the place of Jesus to represent him and to act on his behalf. And who is he? This word helper has about See, so that's meanings in the original language is the word for comforter, the counselor, the intercessor, advocate, strengthener, stand by. See that word comforter? It's going to comfort you. It's going to keep you calm, cool, and collected. It's your counselor. It's going to cancel you. It's going to intercede. It's going to take your prayer. It's going to join with you to present your issues better before the Father. Is your advocate is to stand for you, is to defend you, is your strengthener. I like that empower, and is your standby. You know, on this side of the world, we have what I call standby power. You know, when sometimes when the power goes off, then we can just put on what we call generator, and then it comes on. So we have the standby that whatever quit in this world in our lives, it can come on. Praise God! That's the Holy Spirit, whom the Father has sent. In the name of Jesus Christ. And so what, what is he here to do? Then he said, listen to this. We know as the helper, the counselor, the advocate, the strengthener. Let's read it further. John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, the Father will send my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that are said to you. Whew, praise God. What is of relief. So, Jesus has spoken so many things. And look, look, living this life as a Christian is quite challenging. How are we going to go about it? Thank God, the Father. And thank the Lord Jesus Christ. They've sent us the helper who will teach us, explain, show to us, instruct us in all things. So, we have a teacher the greatest help you need is to teach you. You know, many of us are looking for money. We need to be taught about money. We need to be taught how to handle money. You're looking for who to marry. You need to be taught about marriage. Because if you're not taught whatever resource you have, you will waste it and don't use it well. So we need eyes to see. We need ears to hear. 
We need the mind to understand. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. When Jesus was here, he was always explaining and teaching and showing and doing things. For instance, when they were on the sea, he said, where's your faith? He was showing them to remind them, you've got faith. And he says, this same Holy Spirit today will bring to your remembrance all things I've said to you. He will clarify, he will make clear, he will show, he will expand, he will instruct, he will enlarge the truth of Jesus to our hearing and to our lives and we'll be able to walk with him and live with him and, and, and be instructed. He will teach you all things. When that happens, the next verse is peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. That word also means well-being, welfare, prosperity, peace, calmness, balance, control, will, glory to God. We can have it today because the Holy Spirit is present. Let's, let's go for that. John 15. The Holy Spirit, Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit there, verse 26. But when the helper comes, he keeps calling the helper, call him your helper to my helper, my helper. Have a helper. Have a, have someone to assist me in life. Whom I will send to you from the Father. The Spirit of truth will proceed from the Father. He will testify of me. Oh, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to testify of Jesus. That's why the book of Revelation says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, don't be deceived. There are fake spirits out there. And the difference between them and the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus. He magnifies Jesus. He shows you about Jesus, about him dying for you, being raised from the dead, alive today, is in you. Any spiritual influence that comes to you, whether visions, revelations, or dreams, that does not encourage, <clears throat> that does not emphasize Jesus Christ, is a false spirit, is a fake spirit. So when he comes, he will testify of Jesus. Let's begin round up. Let's talk more about this. You know, we read John 16. Let's go back there. He said, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. If I will not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Let's go to verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. So much truth. But he said, verse 13, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. So he's our teacher, he's our remembrance, and he's our guide. He will guide you to the truth about the matter, the truth about your life, the truth about your past, the truth about the present, the truth about your career, the truth about your gift, the truth about your home, the truth about your future, the truth about all truth. He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. John 16, 13. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. I love that. He can give us the truth of the future. He can show us how to go about our lives. We don't have to be walking to the future blind and dumb and deaf. Glory to God. We have a helper who is our teacher, our guide. And our reminder. And it's going to speak to us. Now listen to this. I love this. Verse 14, John 16. You glorify me, for I will take off what is mine and declare to you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Jesus has so much bounty, like we said about Christ, sufficiency of Christ. And the Holy Spirit will glorify Jesus. He will take all that sufficiency of Christ, His grace, His marvelous bounties of blessings, innumerable number, and declare to us. Why? Verse 15 says, All things that the Father has are mine. 
Therefore, I said, that I will take off mine and declare it to you. So let's get to work with the Holy Spirit. Start calling your helper. Like I said, sometimes you go, you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. You discuss with the Holy Spirit. Discuss with your helper. Ask him to put you through. Why do I do this? How do I do this? How do I go through with this? How do I get this done? How do I face the future? How do I handle my children? How do I handle my life? Many of us, we want people to teach us all these things and nobody can teach you everything. They don't live your life. But the Spirit of God is inside of you. He can see your past. He can see your present. He can see your future. He knows everything that the Father has for you. In fact, that's what Pete, that's what Paul said in First Corinthians chapter 2, talking about the Holy Spirit there. He was talking, he said, verse 9, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Now listen, verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Listen to verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the word, but the spirit which from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Oh, glory to God. We got the spirit of revelation. He will reveal to us all that the Father has put in store for us. And it's going to make us know that we might know. You will know and you will know the things that have been freely given to you of God. So let's start to explore the depths of the knowledge of the Holy One, the Holy Spirit, and begin to make him our helper and be aware that he's there all the time to help. Our standby, our strengthener, our advocate, our comforter, our, our all from God to us today. God, the Holy Spirit, let's get familiar with him. Thank you for listening.